Are you a man wanting to get fit? Have you tried the gym? You find it hard to make time. You lost your motivation. Maybe you lost your edge. Welcome to the Austin James Haynes podcast. It's time to get free, stay present, and move forward. And I'm going to say it's time to get fit with Gordon Verdecki, also known as Superman. <laughs> but I'm excited. Actually, I'm, I'm ecstatic to be here with you today, Gordon. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I was uh, looking forward to this. Uh, as soon as you called me up the other day, you left a message on my Facebook Messenger voicemail, which I always love, right? Instead of just typing it out and leaving a little voicemail. And you always can hear it through your voice. And you're like, I, wanna, I started this thing, this new podcast. So I'm really excited about it. It's going, where's it at right now? You said it's, it's, going, it's going international. It's, what, what number I, it's, uh, it's weird, but it's, it's number 10 in Germany in self-help. For They do it. They follow the analytics by day, and for some reason, Germany, it's showing up on Germany's top 10 and top 100 list. Number 10. That's amazing. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, well, this is awesome. Now, uh, first of all, if you don't have an inspiration plan, I want to first encourage you to follow, follow Gordon. Number two, make this podcast a part of your rotation. This is a traveling podcast. We're going to bring you ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Sometimes you're going to find some... These people are extraordinary, and maybe you just don't know about them yet. And I think today is one of those stories, although Gordon has been grown internationally. But we're, we're going to talk about this today. But what I really want to extract first is the story, because Gordon has spent over 25 years in this space getting, and maybe you can talk about cutting through the superficialities of this, where everybody's on the next get fit quick, I should call it, like get fit quick, you know, a pill, this routine. But you've really dug deep to understand what really works. And more specifically, what does it take for a man in today's busy professional world? What does it mean for a man to be fit? How does it, you know, help him in his other areas of life? And can you really carve out the time to do it without spending two or three hours in the gym? And so we want to get into these topics today. But first, let's go into your story. Let's go back a little bit. Maybe before you even picked up a weight, I think we talked about this before. You're in the book we had, but let's just jump in. And before I picked up a weight, I was sucking on the pacifier. You know, <laughs> that's how early that's how early I started lifting weights. I started lifting weights when I was 13 years of age, but I've always loved it, the aspect of that strength. When I was a kid, I've always gravitated towards that. I mean, what kid doesn't like superheroes, right? Who did like you see it now more than ever? Why is it so famous now that you see all these superhero movies that are out? That's because people gravitate towards that, that feeling of, of, of not just like self-confidence, power. People look at power like it's a bad thing. Having power is not a bad thing. So I think it's young kids, young boys especially, who become men want that, want that self-confidence, love that feeling of being powerful. And at one point, I used to watch Incredible Hulk, but at one point, I wanted to be the strongest man in the world when I started getting into the weight training part, when I started diving into that. But the Incredible Hulk was one of the, my favorite characters at the time when I was a kid. Me and my mom would watch the show together. She would put it on before I know was the, the lead star of it. Yes. Remember that? Yes, I do. I and did. I, I would go around the house, and my mom would leave it. <laughs> of course, I'm, she's raising six kids, <laughs> five of them being boys, and I would just t pick up furniture and, and and I wouldn't throw it hard. My mom would always tell me like, oh, be careful. Then, and she taught me also how to be uh, a man, a loving man. I was like, I, after you know, I was just going to say that because when you said power, 
to me, when I look at you, it's, it's power under control. It's, it's power with grace. It's understanding as a man, and I think that's what we're getting into here with the man not only getting fit, but as a man, what does it mean to be strong and powerful in today's world? Well, here's the thing. I think a lot of people, when they hear this term of being a man, being powerful, being masculine, or and, and then you hear these buzzwords thrown around like being like you're a toxic to man. toxic masculine. You hear this toxic man, this toxic. You know what is anybody think toxic, right? I think we have periods where we are toxic or or I was even toxic at one point, right? Yeah, great point. Great I got the bell. This is the Liberty so Bell. Yeah, so this is the Liberty Bell, and it, we, we do this cool. to highlight key things. So if you're on the, the live stream, I want to invite you to go over the podcast. This will be posted in the next couple days. You're going to want to listen to this again. And if you are on the podcast, you want to come to the video because we are literally sitting in the, the founding headquarters of Garage Fitness, yeah. Gordon Berdecki, 25-plus years, dedication, not only head knowledge, but, I mean, he wears it. You can see him here. You want to see his uh, his physique. So as a runner, I look up to his physique because I'm I'm thin being a runner. But let's get back to what you were saying about the the masculinity and toxic masculinity. And I also want to make sure we capture your story because I know we're we're kind of meandering here, which is great. I love it. But I want to make sure we capture your story as well. So you were talking about the toxic. Well, you were lifting furniture first, and then yeah, lifting furniture, eventually lifting weights. I'll tell I'll tell you a story that nobody's heard yet. Um, probably on any podcast. What? Wow. Yeah, okay. on anything. I, I just made, it just dawned on me. When I was 16 years old, me and my brother, um, my mom wanted me to make this the shake. It was like eggnog, right? Without alcohol, right? 16, no alcohol. 16 eggnog shake. Right. Go my ahead. mom wanted me to make this for my brother. He was crying, whatever. He was young. He was, he was, he was like, he's three years younger than me. So she wanted to make this shake. And so I came home and you make it with raw eggs and you make it with the. Um, so you put, mix it all up with sugar and all that stuff. And we ended up getting salmonella poisoning. And before the internet was even out, I had I got salmonella poisoning, right? So we were, me from and my the brothers, eggs. from the eggs, we had it so bad. I don't want to go into too much detail, but just imagine your whole body is releasing everything and not stopping. Let's oh, put it that way. Right. Like, and I'm telling you, I, me and my brother, like my father and mom called the, the doctor and they rushed us to the hospital. We were sitting there, just like me and you are right now, right next to each other. Literally, I went down to 90 pounds, right? I was 120, 100 something. So you lost 30 pounds? 30 pounds within less than a week. Within less than a week? Less from, than a from week. This. Okay. So me and my brother sitting there, and we just looked at each other like, I, I, could, just, I could just die right now. It wouldn't matter. That's what it felt like. So they hooked us up to IVs that put us in the hospital, and they thought it was in, our, like, in our, my bloodstream. We got the sun breaking through here in the gym, by the way. That's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's a good sign. So we went, we were in the hospital for about a week. And then when I got out, it was around Christmas time. It was my first weight set that my mom and dad bought for me that wasn't my brother's. So I got to when I really started diving back into weight training and really taking, taking well, I'm going to say my life back, but really diving into it where it really, really just put me to the next level. Now, the question, when you lost the weight, that was that some kind of a trigger point even more to motivate you, or were you already kind of mind made up? Well, I was motivated mentally. Uh, at that point, it was just, it just tore me down, tore us both down. And it was, it was the, the whole feeling of feeling like, oh man, it, it, like your body can really, you, it destroyed my body for you know and you don't know what you don't and you feel less than less powerful and, and or whatever it is right 
but that just launched me into wanting it more. You know, right. this is a great point because I want to speak to the audience about podcast live because this is really so relevant that you brought this up, Gordon, because some people out there, they may not have poison like that that you went through, but they might feel low. Right. You know what I mean? They might feel like, oh, it's what's the use? I, I can't kind of get my fitness back. And, and here you got this story, this exaggeration of well, something that happened. Well, let's look, at the, let's look at the whole pandemic. Right. What's the, when, when all that went down, what did everybody do? Like they, they hid in their, their homes. Oh, wow. Right? They hid in their homes. They, they did things. They, they ordered, start ordering from Uber Eats and, and, and just gaining weight or, or, doing, or drinking alcohol. Well, I think that well, what I did at the time, this is what I did. I'm not, I don't know what everybody else did, but what I ended up doing is I ended up getting rid of all the alcohol. I ended up working out and being more regimented and going to more whole foods because if I was going, if anything's going to happen, I was going to be the most healthy I could be, right? One thing I learned about being sick to a level where you feel like you're going to die at one point is you want to take care of yourself, and that's what's going to bring you out of the the hole, not just sitting at home and just eating and, and indulging or whatever it might be. Now your mental health is important. And that's why some people probably did some of that, those things. But what really helped my mental health out was was really just exercising. I would go out for jogs. I would work out my weight. I had my weight set in here. But by the way, yeah. weights were uh, literally they were a commodity. They were people were selling them online oh, that's for like good. thousands of dollars. So I mean, is that what you did? Is that when you picked up some weights? But I already had them. But like people asked me, they, you know, people wanted to buy my weights off me, and I was not selling them. They're, they were not. You know what's interesting? I want to hit this because I think this is. I always say this. I, this was a quote that came from the pandemic: "Is that conflict or stress pushes you in the direction you are already going if you're not aware?" And in your case, you kind of already had this awareness of like, "I want to get fit. I want," and then you have these stressors. That just kind of pushed you into those into that direction even more. Right, right, exactly. Because I realized if I was if anything's going to happen, I'm going to be the most healthy I can be. And uh, you know, I came out of it. Did I did I get sick here? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Right. But guess what happened? I recovered a lot quicker than I would have if I didn't. Take Isn't that true? Sick. Isn't that true? So I want to deviate here for a moment, so we want to get the rest of like what you're doing now and what what's your vision for the future. But how can people get a hold of you while we're in the middle here? What, we're, like, people, maybe there's somebody listening. Well, I really want to learn more about Gordon, what he does, his techniques, and how he's been able to stay fit. Where should they go to learn oh, about the, you? There's two, there's two ways you can do it. I So I started Garage Fitness. Right now, if you see right back here, so this is a Garage Fitness. This is my, my logo. And you can go on www.garagefitnesstrainer.com, and you can find out information there. And you can find, and you can set up an appointment with me. There's, you can set up a, a, a either a Zoom or a phone call anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. I have it set up. So it's up to you. You guys want to jump on there? But anything past 15 minutes is your fault. <laughs> and, then, and then you're doing virtual. You're doing virtual training, right? So oh, I do online training. I do in I started with in-person training. What the pandemic did, and a lot of, and the virtual world did, was taught me that also online training it can be very, very useful. I have. A, a few clients that are online trains, but it's really cool because you can really touch a lot of different people from all around the United States. That's why I work with people in the U.S. right now. But in Germany, I mean, they speak English, so we can work. Yeah, together. and you were just, <laughs> you were just telling me about us in Germany. Yeah, and you were just telling me about a story of somebody you're working with who has achieved uh, mental health, physical health that they hadn't reached before prior to working with you. 
Oh yeah, you're a, a few people, and uh, but not giving out too many names of people. Yeah, went, working with people who uh, who went through. Like for instance, I had this one one client who went through something really horrific when it came to um, uh, their life, and it, and it was divorce. Right, it was a thing. Something really happened, tragic in in his life, and he was working out already. But then he wanted to level up even more and ended up uh, getting a training program, online training with me. And for the next six months, he totally transformed his body even more so than he, than he ever, you know, ever okay. dreamed of at that point. And so that's that's a, me and him are like great friends. No, that's, that's a great story. And I think it's important to note that this is beyond just getting fit. I think what's important to note is that it, you, may want to, you may be going through a tough season of life. And I think it's important to consider this. Uh, you can go sign up for a course and fill your head, but working with somebody like Gordon, you're going to get your body in motion. You're going to start to rebuild your self-esteem, and you're going to start to just, just like the story you just told. I mean, the interesting thing is when I when I, I wrote a book called The Least Shelter to You, Change Your Mindset. Do you have a copy of that? Yeah, I've read it. Let's, get, let's get it over here. Okay, I want everybody to see it on the video. If you're on the podcast, uh, make sure you come over to the YouTube video. It's at Austin J. Haynes. You can There's find right it. Here. There's the book. Unleash the Ultimate You by Gordon Berdecki. There you go, Gordon. So, yeah, when I, when I wrote this book, it was actually during the pandemic. And I sat there and had a cup of coffee, and I would just go in, I would go, go to town on it, right? The book itself, uh, what I changed the whole title. Originally, it was supposed to be the 10 Fitness Tips. And what I realized, it wasn't about tips, it was about changing your mindset. So, the subtitle actually. So unleashing it all to you is change your mindset, change your body. All the years I've been training, even myself, I've had people come to me, hey, um, I want to get ready for the beach. Or I want to get ready for this wedding, which is fine. I totally get yeah, it. Right. But how about what happens after the wedding? What happens after the beach? And what happens most of the time is people usually end up going back to the way they used to eat or what they used to do because they didn't change their mindset. They didn't change their overall um, you know, while being through their mindset change by shifting that mindset and, and realizing you can't go back to those things that you used to do before. I'm going to ring the bell because I think what's important here is to note is that instead of just like you, you're getting ready for a wedding or which is great, you'll take those clients, but of course. You, you, what you want is to, to get that, that bigger overall change and, and make it sustainable for the person. Right, right. Because usually people want to go back to those ways it's a, it's a we attach to old habits yes we, we attach to old mindsets and what i what i'm realizing with me is even with my old habits i looked at it as oh i'm giving this up like i was attached to it in a way where it was familiar to me so it was almost like breaking up with a, um a, a, a toxic girlfriend Oh, right. so bad, like a bad habit? Like yeah, like, like you want to go back to it. You want to go back to it. Because we have all the women going to be doing that. Yeah. So you want to go back to the, right. you know, or, or toxic. I, I wouldn't say I was a toxic too. I was just equally as toxic. Well, we talked about that. And I think I think everybody, if, if you're a human, is there humans listening? Yes. Yeah. Right? We've all had seasons where we were not pleasant to be around. Right. I, 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 think, I think that's a really good point. Because uh, I think we, you know, and I'm not a big fan of labels. I don't like labels and categories, but we use them. And sometimes we can use them even in, in your space of and people who buy the identity. But I think it's important to know that we're not that. We can. We right. Can we don't have to be that anymore. And the, the toxic relationships 
or up with anything, even with ourselves, we learn from. We don't have to keep going back to that because it's easy to go back to it because it feels it feels like you're you're, you're losing something, a part of yourself. Yeah, it's always going to be a part of yourself. It's always going to be back there in your mind, but it doesn't need to take space in the now. Okay, what? We're, we're getting into a closing sequence here. What is important about your story that you think the world should know, your client should know? What, what's important for that client to know about you? That, that I never give up. That you never give up. That I never give up. And I think if anybody could take one thing away from what we listened to today is that when you're working towards something, you might not be that great. When I was younger, I felt I, I had a learning disability, right? I I was the one of the slower ones in class when it came to things for for me, and that was my identity at the time, right? And I attached to that in such a way where when the teachers would call upon me, I was very I was I would I would speak, but I was very low tone, very insecure, and things like that. And then what I realized, like, you know what? I don't want to be that person anymore. And I realized there's things on my bucket list that I want to overcome. And one of them was public speaking. One of them was just being more confident in myself. If that's and now you're a hired speaker. You know, not only do you do the fitness, but you're a hired speaker. You have the book. You, you have a lot of different things to right. grow from because you never gave up. And it's, yeah, never gave it up. And you know, I'm not allowing myself to be attached to the old story. That is or that. It, 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 I got I, that, That's. I mean, that's a great. Point. You had to change your story, and then when you change your story, you look back at the past. Like, what did you learn from that? What right. did you gain from that? If it wasn't for that that happened to me, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. So, anytime you're looking at something where you're looking at an old story or old past version of yourself that you're attached to, you go. You know. You know what? You you wouldn't be here now. You wouldn't be better now if it wasn't for that story. So you got to thank that story. You got to thank the things that happened to me. You know, for me, yeah. I thank it when a teacher called me the you know, space cadet or whatever. Which it was. is in the book you were in, in, in the book that we did. Um, but I want to translate this because what I'm hearing is you're not going to give up on people that you're working with. Oh, definitely. Because that's going to carry over, and that's what makes you great at what you're doing. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to bring this to the portion to a close for the podcast. But we're going to leave it open because I see somebody has a question. So if you're on the live stream. Hang around. Uh, we'll close out the podcast portion, but we'll stay on live um, and, and feel free to throw your, your question in there. So that's a great thing you, you want people to know about your story. And then what's your what's your uh, vision for, for you now? And then how can people connect with you again? We'll just make sure we share that again. So what, what happened was I also realized that it, not only do I need to help out people like women and men and every in between, but I started gravitating more towards helping out men recently. And I started a new group called Warriors Be Fit. So you can find that www.warriorsb, the letter B and F-I-T, fit. And that's a community I created to help men level up to become the best version of themselves through accountability, health, fitness, and habits to be more confident, to, to you know, when you're sitting on the couch and you're eating Doritos and you don't want to be there anymore, or you feel like your, your marriage isn't going so well, or your relationship life isn't going so well, or you just don't feel like you feel insecure. This is what I trade that group for to a community of men to get together. And then I have a weekly call with that group. And then also I'm holding events where we're going to get together. We're going to work out, we're going to level up. And also I have some people in there that are going to be helping out that I'm bringing in 
that help out financially too. I think when it comes to all this, right, you have to be disciplined. You got to create schedules. You got to do all these little things within it. But it's the accountability, the habits, and some of the people that you hang out with. And that's when I came up with the one acronym. I told I tell you that acronym. Just let me hear it. Let's tell it live. Go ahead. What is so, it? So this one's easy, and I, and I love it. It's called awesome. Awesome. A H and the last part S U M some. So A H S U M. Yeah, awesome. It stands for it's my initials A H. Go ahead. So it's it's accountability, habits, and the sum of the people you hang out with. These are the most important things when you do these things. When you're when you change your environment to a more successful environment, the people that you want to be like, or the, even even your even your in home, mm -hmm. right? When you change the environment. What happens is start leveling up to where you want to be. Yeah. When you change environment to a bad environment, then what happens is you go the opposite way. If you change to a better environment or the people that you want to be like, you level up. If you change your, if you have accountability, somebody holds you accountable. You ever you ever do something on your own? Yes. And then it's it's kind of like okay, it's like, it's, it's like going to the gym. Right. If, if Gordon's waiting for me at the gym, I'm going to show up. <laughs> right. So we have to snooze. Right. Snooze is so easy to do. Me, me and my one friend were just talking about it. We're, we're looking for places to hold events at, and he was doing it on his own, and, and, and I called him up. I said, why don't we do it together? Guess what? Now we're going out. Collaboration. Collaborating, right? And then the habits. The habits. The habits are almost everything, right, when it comes to leveling up. If you don't have the proper habits, then what happens? You'll go back to the old things. Because habits don't have feelings. Right, habits don't have nope, feelings. They're wired. Right, brain. it's a wired thing. You're when you're doing something that's habitual, it will happen even no matter what you feel. No matter if you feel bad or good, habits don't know the difference between bad or good. Mm, that bell that's really good. That brings that's a bell ringer. That's <laughs> I love. That's I love this. So, if you're on the live stream, hang around. I'm going to close out the podcast portion by just saying, connect with Gordon. We're going to put everything in the show notes. I'm going to have Gordon specifically give me what he wants to put in there so he can, you can connect with Gordon.